Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Big news for the 49ers. They reportedly traded for Christian McCaffrey, gentlemen. San Fran sending the Panthers second, third, and fourth round picks for 2023, along with a fifth rounder in 24, all to secure the running back. Christian McCaffrey expected to take the field with the Niners on Sunday against the Chiefs. No time like the present, right? Shannon, <laughs> what grade do you give the 49ers for this trade? Skip, I give it a B. I think it's a very good deal for the 49ers. Um, he's one of the best backs in football. Uh, you can make a case from his rookie year in his first two years, Skip, he was the best back in football. But then he was besieged by a rash of injuries. And that's the only question. That's the reason I didn't give it an A. Can he stay healthy? Because if he can stay healthy with, uh, with uh, Kyle's mind, the way he can diagram runs and get him the ball along with a Debo Samuel, this could be something very, very special. He doesn't make them contenders because they got too many important players that are out, Skip. The best offensive lineman in football, Trey Williams, is out. Nick Bosa, who's uh, at the front the first, before the first two or three games, first two, three games, he was in the uh, defensive player of the year discussion. You got Eric Armstead, Elijah Mitchell, the left guard, Aaron Banks. All those guys are out. When you get those guys back, McCaffrey's on the field and had a couple of weeks up under his belt to get acclimated to the system. Then we'll get a better picture of who and what the 49ers are. But I like this acquisition. I like a guy because he can catch the football. Yep. He can run with the football. He's more than a willing uh, uh, on passing down. that He can block. He can do everything that you want him to do. But it just goes to show you, Baker get there and they turn the house down. Mm. The house was already on fire. And I expect Baker to come put the, water, mm-hmm. to put the fire out with yep. a hose. Yep. And what did he bring? A big old 55-gallon drum of gasoline. A boom! Yep. And if, that shit blows. If they hadn't gotten they robbed not, in the it, opener, no, 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 it would have been no, a no, different no, no. story. I told no, you they you needed told, one game. What, one you, game. what you told me okay. was Baker was going to save the day. Yep. And all he did was end the day sooner. The party was supposed to end at yep. 4 o'clock. We've all had that homeboy to show up and end yep. the party early with his bull jive. Okay. This is gun. not a Baker topic, or I would just shred you. <laughs> I would shred you. I gave it a B. I gave, okay. I gave it a B. If he could stay healthy, Skip, they could be on to something. So I think your B is suggesting you don't trust that he'll stay healthy. I, I, Skip, he missed, he missed 23 games. He missed 23, 23 out games. of 33 yeah. over a two-year period, 19, uh, 2020 and 2021. Right. Obviously. All right. Just because of the injury factor, just because of the shorter shelf life for that position, especially the way he plays it, which is all out. Especially his first two years, Skip. 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving, so you got to get a lot of touches. I'm going to stick in minus on my grade, but I'm still giving it an A minus, A minus. I love the fit, the psychological, emotional fit. You watch this young man basically grow up around (laughs) your locker room, 
coached by Mike Shanahan with Kyle around your locker room yep. and Christian around your locker room because Ed McCaffrey, the father, was a fellow receiver of yep. yours. He's a locker with a cross with mine. <sighs> That's a beautiful thing. That doesn't happen that often no. in the world of sports where it comes full circle back to Kyle Shanahan being able to acquire Christian McCaffrey because – the Carolina Panthers fell completely apart and went straight to hell, and the coaches fired, and the owner finally said, I can't stand it, burn it down, and start it over. Yep. So all of a sudden, he became available. It was reported the Rams were very close in, in the hunt for him. Right. The, it was basically just an auction. And, and yet, the Carolina Panthers wanted two firsts. That's what that started Man, with. you ain't getting no two okay. firsts with okay. no running back. Well, ain't no running, running back giving you that. Okay. So the 49ers end up saying, well, how about this? How about a two? How about a three? How about a four? And then how about, how about a five the next draft, right? Two right. drafts from now. And finally, that outbid the Rams. And 49ers I, don't even need to skip. They don't even have a draft next year. They got, no, year they got no first, no second, no third, no fourth. Hey, y'all take off. Okay, <laughs> but they did have the advantage of the compensatory picks for Sala and McDaniel right. and Mayhew. So right. they had three compensatory picks that they could throw in to sweeten the deal. And they sweetened it enough that they they landed it. I'm not I can't go to Stolen because even though he's only twenty six, he's got a lot of wear and tear right. on his body. We had him on at the Super Bowl back in 2020. Yeah. And he really impressed me mm-hmm. because he He's a sharp young man who takes supreme care of his body. He absolutely he, does. He, he, whatever can be done, he's doing yeah. to try to stay healthy. Right. I worried about him coming out of Stanford because he couldn't stay healthy at, in college football. Right. And you always say, not, you know, hurt in college, hurt in pro. Yep. He just goes so hard. He plays all out. He, he, he's not a, a ducker and dodger. He, he runs through right. people. And if you ask him to run up the middle, he will try to run up the middle. Skip, because you think about it in college, they ran in between the tackles because Stanford has a very pro-style offense. But he had over 300 catches. He's not Derrick Henry. No. Let's just say for the sake of argument, Skip, he's what, 5'10-ish, 205 maybe? Maybe. And to take 300 carries in college? You, you can't bell cow him. No. You can't just line him up in no. the eye and no. say, no. here he comes. No. You know, they, they've tried, they were able to do it with Zeke in Dallas because he's 225. Right. And even he, he took his toll on he's him. He's taking a toll. It's, he's having a little bit of a bounce back, but it's not that much of a bounce back. Right. Because you, you're just not going to last very right. long doing it that way. Right. Emmett Smith lasted because. Oh, he ain't taking no punishment. He took no punishment. <laughs> he avoided contact nah. better than any back I have ever yeah. witnessed. This young man, not so much. No. So I fear that for him, but now we got the Kyle factor that you mentioned. Kyle Shanahan, with some help from his father above, mm-hmm. he's got genius in, in coaching and strategizing the run game that, that astounds me. Mm-hmm. It's all what I call not sleight of hand, it's sleight of hand off mm-hmm. because it's a lot of moving parts, it's yeah. a lot of misdirection, it's a lot of creativity between the tackles where it's all about creating angles yeah. That nobody creates better than Kyle. Right. Well, if you can give this kid some angles, right. some off tackles, some misdirections, right. where he can hit a crease. It's all about, you, hev- it's all about creating hesitation. It is. It is. Well, well if, if, you can, if you can maximize him with, with your strategy, that works yeah. for me. So I love the fit, and I love it that he's getting to go, quote, unquote, home. He didn't grow up there, but, but he played at Stanford. Yeah. 
And Palo Alto, as you know, it, from where the, the stadium is, it's like 10 minutes right, away. Right. So he's going to feel back home. Right, in Santa Clara. Now. Right, mm-hmm. and in Santa Clara. It's just right there. I mm-hmm. live there. And, and it's a beautiful place, and I think he's going to be very happy there. Right. And the team is absolutely loaded, except for the quarterback, who's pretty good, but he's got a ceiling. Right, right. right. And the ceiling, he bumped his head on it <laughs> at, against Atlanta, and right. they lost that game, so they've fallen to 3-3. Three and three. But the point is, this is a move that the, I'm sure they're hoping will serve them well for maybe three years, maybe right. this, the rest of this one and two more. Right. Is that fair for shelf life? Yeah. Is that about yeah. what, what yeah. Christian should have left? Yeah, they, they, I mean, Skip, I mean, he, what, he have like 23, 2,400 yards, uh, yep. scrimmage yards his second year. That's a lot of touches. Okay, just think about it. We got to throw it to you, and we hand it off to you. We're not just handing it to you, Skip. We're gonna throw you. We're gonna throw you another hundred balls, right? On top of the 200, 200 250, maybe even three hundred carries that we handed it to you, right? And and speaking of Baker, when Baker was a quarterback, it degenerated into his his favorite target, almost as a wide receiver target, was Christian McCaffrey, yep. who was catching balls down the, the field, field from yep. him, yep, catching balls in the end zone, yep. Okay, so you've got that as a weapon. Added to, as you said, Ayuk and, and Debo, Debo and, and Kill. Hill. I mean, it, it's explosive in a division that screams winnable. Right. In an NFC that screams winnable, nobody's emerged, right? Right. It, it seems the, I mean, the Eagles, but everybody else, I mean, the Cowboys. I'm, I'm just saying other than the Eagles. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Skip, I mean, hey. I mean, if you three, if you three and three right now, Skip, you feel like, hey, bro, we right in the thick, thick of things. Yeah. It's not like anybody go. We don't see anybody in the West. We don't see anybody in the North or the South running away with this thing. Okay. Now, the Eagles, we see their schedule could possibly – nah, but anybody else could be had. Yeah. So I believe this was as much a Trey Lance move as a Jimmy G move because they're looking toward next year when they hope Trey gets completely healthy after he broke his ankle. Right. And that's – the ceiling rises. Right. Again, can he be as consistent as Jimmy G? I, I hope so. I believe in the kid. We saw flashes, and it was hit and miss early right. on. But they're, they're saying that, that it's going to be the, the C-Mac and Trey Lance show right. going forward. Right. And that's what they're looking at. If they could steal one this year, that would be great. Yep, they, they really would have hoped, they really would have liked for Trey to stay healthy because you get better by playing. You don't get better you know. by rehabbing and looking at the film. So what do you see here? So when they, you know, they quit you. So, Trey, what, what would you be thinking here in the situation? You need to be on the field. You do. And then ask that man, what were you thinking in this situation? Not have him laying up there look, looking at it on, on the film screen and, and, and yeah. rehabbing his leg. But I gave it a B for the simple fact of injuries. I can understand okay. why you gave it an A-. minus. Okay. But you're right, Skip. If he can stay healthy, he can be dangerous in this offense. Okay, back to my minus. For some reason – the running backs who played for Kyle are cursed. They're just cursed, man. And I don't know if it has to do with the scheme. I I don't know if if they're getting thrust into more dangerous situations because of the creativity of it. I I don't know. I mean, TD TD, uh, uh, tore his ACL, but that was a freak accident. Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis. But, Skip, if you look at the backs, Clem Portis didn't get hurt. Mike Anderson didn't get hurt. Ruben Drones didn't get no, hurt. Orlando's Gary didn't no, get hurt. No. All those guys went for 12 those plus. Those are all Mike Shannon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this. But, but this litany of these. And, and yes. Kyle's just been putting a bunch of no names right. in there. You, you, look at, you look at Mostert. He yeah. got injured. You he look did. at Brader. He, he got he injured. Did. You look at Wilson. He got injured. You're, you're absolutely right. I, I don't know. And then Elijah got hurt yeah. this year. So it's been, it's been a parade of injuries. They need to drink some milk or something. Okay. I, I don't know. Is it just bad luck? <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't know. So I worry about Christian getting 
who can be injury prone getting thrust into an injury prone scheme. Right. It's it's dangerous. It's shocking. You know what, what's it, happened. It, it is. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it, it is. I mean, all their backs they stay hurt. They just stay hurt. But I still love the fit. Oh yeah. And if he can, he, he's been relatively healthy this year in Carolina. If he can stay relatively healthy, then he'll be a steal for yeah. them. A difference maker for sure, guys. He did so many fabulous things for the Panthers. It'll be fun to watch him in San Francisco and see what he can do in that offense. All right, coming up. Skip, let's talk about your Cowboys. Let's. Is Dak Prescott being back? Oh. What does that mean oh, for Allen. America's team? Oh. That's next on Undisputed. <laughs> When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Welcome back to Undisputed. Before we get into Dak's return for the Cowboys, we have a very special moment on the show for you. Skip, I'm going to let you do the honors. Set this one up for us. Very special. My man Shannon Sharp is going to remember all too well what I'm about to reference. <laughs> Back in 2011, okay. as Tim Tebow was going on the most miraculous run in NFL history, taking a 1-4 Denver Bronco team to an AFC West title and a playoff win, right. we commissioned a video from the great DJ Steve Porter. DJ Steve created what we called All He Does Is Win. Do you remember that yes, one? Yes, I do. It won the Webby Award. And now we are hoping that history repeats <laughs> because DJ Steve Porter has created a new video, this one featuring 11 from heaven, our man Micah Parsons. So now, drum roll please. It is time for us to introduce DJ Steve Porter's latest creation, 11 from Heaven. Dallas Cowboys select Michael Parsons! Uh oh. 
My, oh, my God, 11 from heaven. We go to church. We gonna have confession. My, oh, my God, 11 from heaven. 11 from the Cowboys. Learn a hard lesson. Got Jerry in there. Oh, he was doing a little eleven from heaven. What? Oh, Lord have mercy. Skill Bayless, you and your when you love a player, Ernestine, you got the best man because this man love this man loves hard, hard unconditionally. Hard man, unconditionally. <laughs> we hope, you hope, I hope we're not putting too much too soon on poor Micah's shoulder pads. But I'm going to reiterate what I've said. The whole offseason and all these first weeks of this season, my team will go as far as my man Micah 11 from heaven carries this team. Man, you don't tell the man, you don't say the man better than LT. What you talking about? You putting hope you ain't putting too much fresh on it. Well, it's a lot for a second year kid, right? <laughs> well, you should have thought about that before you uttered well, LT. I, I love hard. I, maybe I'm loving over hard on this one. Maybe it's too much too soon, but I, I think he's pretty much lived up. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's been everything they thought. He's been better than what they thought. Yeah, and to your credit, I give you full credit for this. You saw him coming before I did because I had some skepticism only because he opted out of his last year at Penn State. I, yeah. I, did, I saw him flash the previous year a little bit. Right. But you saw him at the combine. You said, well, he's the best. Yeah, I, was, well, I went back and looked at a couple, uh, couple of games that he played. And then he looked explosive. And then when you watched him at the combine, yep. he checked all the boxes. Explosive, quick, agile, member, nimble. Yeah, yeah, he the real deal. I'm surprised he probably – he should have went higher. Uh, well, he should have went higher than what he did. Well, well, if you redrafted, he'd go way higher. Yeah. But I got caught up in Patrick Sertan because I needed that cornerback. I needed the book. Oh, he legit too now. Oh, he, <laughs> well, I just said, and, yeah, and your Broncos snaked him right out from yeah. under us, and J.C. Horn was off the board, and Jerry said – I give up. Right. And they traded backwards Bad. with Philly so Philly could, could take Devontae, Devontae. right? Yeah. Yep. And so Jerry just sits there, and speaking of 11 from heaven, he falls right out of heaven into, into Jerry's lap. lap. Sometimes the best moves is okay. the one you don't make, Skip. Because if Jerry thought that much of Micah, he, he certainly wouldn't have traded back. No, absolutely not. But, but he felt like he had enough of a relationship with the Eagles, even though they're arch rivals right. and hated. Right. But with Howie Roseman, he felt like he could trust they're going to take Devontae no matter what. Right. So we can trust that we're going to get a defensive player, mm-hmm. and we'll see what happens. Oh, well, 
our, our next guy is Micah Parsons. Well, he was the guy. He was the guy. Right? Fell into your lap. Yep. Thank you. Here we go. Well, guys, we love having Micah. Anytime we can have his presence on the show. It was an amazing video. I'm glad you scared it. <laughs> shared it, Skip. Okay, back to Dak, though, gentlemen. He said, yes, indeed, he is going to start Sunday at QB for the Cowboys. Cowboys taking on the Lions. And, of course, Dak coming back after missing five games because of that thumb injury. CeeDee Lamb says, yep, he's looking forward to his quarterback returning. CD saying, quote, we've got full belief and trust in Dak's ability. Y'all know what four can do. Shannon, what do you expect from Dak on Sunday? Well, I mean, I look. I mean, I don't know if he's going to have what I just saw, that, that black tape and that mesh on his thumb. He's yep. probably going to have that on there at least for the first couple of weeks. And, um, and by the way, Reportedly, he's got a little plate and seven pins, so right. he's got some metal in right. there. So go ahead. The, the, the only thing that I'm worried about, Skip, is falling down. Because mm-hmm. you know, Skip, when you fall, you, you don't be thinking like, oh, man, I got a pin. You don't even think about that. You just fall and you just try to brace yourself. So hopefully when he goes there, if, if he were to get taken down, he's able to bounce right back up. No harm, no foul. Uh, I expect him to play well, Skip. This is tailor-made for them. This is the worst scoring defense in all of football. It is. They're, they're on a place to allow more points than anyone since the merger. They give up 34 points a game, 429 yards a game. So this is a, if, if you wanted to script something really good for Dak to come back into, teams that really don't get up to the quarterback that well, the Lions is what you need. 34 points a game, you guys love, like, struggled a little bit last week. You got to, uh, now you don't have any excuses. Because everybody, oh man, when Dak get back, oh, this offense about to take off. Yep. Okay, well, let's see you take off. And uh, CD said that, hey, he looks like himself. Hopefully they can get a connection. They've never had a connection even when Dak was totally healthy. Bingo. And CD was totally healthy. Thank you. It's not like they, you know, had this, this great connection. They were, like, synced up. So I'm anxious to see what CD and Dak can actually do considering Dak has been off for five weeks and CD, I guess, is banged up a little bit with a hip injury. That's what they said. Limited but participating. Okay, my turn. Look, I love me some Dallas Cowboys. I'm lifelong diehard since I was 10 years old. I I want him to be what everybody says he's going to be because (laughs) if he's a combination of Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes with Brady's brain, I'm good, man. Yeah, I bet you are good. I'm going to go places. Yeah, you will. We're going to go deep in the playoffs. I'm, I'm hoping that happens. But I'm here to tell you, after I slept on this, this idea last night, I feel sorry for Dak Prescott. Why? I do, honestly, because you're getting thrown back into the fire, back on the saddle against a defense you should absolutely you should. annihilate, <laughs> right? Should. You so, should. So I need 35 at the very least, right? <laughs> if they're giving up 34, should, shouldn't we at least score 35? Yeah. Well, okay. So, look. I became a Cooper Rush fan, not off the field, because I, I don't have any sense of it. I can't even get, like, there, there's no edge to hang on to. Right. I, I don't even know who he is. I don't know what he He's like a cipher. I told right. you last mm-hmm. week. So I don't have any personal connection to him. He says nothing before or after games. Mm-hmm. He had some kind of mystical, mysterious mojo about him where all I know for sure is he saved the season. I don't know how he did it, but he saved the season. He doesn't have a big arm. He doesn't have an arm the way Dak. Dak's is above average, but his is a little below average. Mm-hmm. But it worked because he beat the two Super Bowl teams. He beat Cincinnati and he won at the Rams. 
and he went up and beat the Giants at the Giants, and they're pretty good. Yeah. I'm not saying they're a powerhouse, but they're pretty good. And he managed to take care of business against Washington, and then he started to unravel in the second quarter at Philadelphia, and the world said, see, we told you so. And what happened? He sort of shook it off, and all of a sudden he, he started to draw a beat on the Eagles' defense, and he goes down, and he almost completes two passes in the end zone that would have cut it to 20-7 to seven at halftime. And then he comes out in the third quarter, two long drives filled with completions, lots of completions, yeah. 9, 13, 12, 8, 7, 13. Touchdown, touchdown, and all of a sudden it's 20-17. to 17. Well, he did that. And if Micah and company, the marauders, I call them, if they could have stopped Jalen Hurts on three straight third downs, one, one stop, and give Mystical Mojo the ball back, I don't know what happens. Do they go down and score again? But instead, it's 26-17. to 17. It's a nine-point game, and the play of the game is the very first play of the next series where he drops back. And remember, Dak's going to have to contend because Tyler Smith – is, is not going to grow up overnight. He's still <laughs> yeah. the rookie left tackle. Right, and, right. and Tyron Smith is not coming back. Dak's coming back, but not Tyron Smith Correct. is coming back. So all of a sudden, on the play of the game, Tyler Smith just flat out whiffs on Brandon Graham. I mean, I mean, he didn't touch him. And Brandon Graham, with a full head of steam, just rocks Cooper Rush right in the mouth. <laughs> and I thought it should have been roughing because his, his helmet came up under Cooper's chin. But whatever. Blows it up. The ball just flutters up in the air. And now we're back to CD Dam, as you call him. I thought he should have at least stopped and fought, but his body language was, damn, I, yeah. I'm open and that's, I, I that's what he got. It's underthrown. Right? And it's underthrown. I'm not going to fight for that. It, it, it's beneath my dignity. So to your point that you just made, the irony here is, is just it's suffocating for me because all of a sudden, CeeDee Lamb is talking up Dak Prescott and talking a little down on Cooper Rush, like, oh, here we go. We're going to take it up a level. Well, to your point, he, he never that, – that was my biggest issue. He had no connection with Dak Prescott. <laughs> and early on in the first – especially the Cincinnati and the Giants game, those right. two, I thought CeeDee had great rapport with Cooper Rush because right. Cooper Rush was feeding him the sugar like crazy. Especially against the Giants. He caught right. a touchdown against the Giants. Caught a touchdown against the Commanders. And don't, don't forget the 40-yarder that hit him right on the hand against the Giants. And just, he, he just cold-dropped it. Cold it. Just yep. hit him about as mm-hmm. beautifully as you could hit him. Right. So my point is, all of a sudden, CeeDee's saying, Dak's back. I'm back. No, what? What? Where were you before? And by the way, I looked this up. Pro Football Focus now ranks my guy, C.D. Lamb, you call C.D. Dam, the 29th best receiver in pro football. And I'm making a case he's got top five potential this year. Well, couldn't tell, as you say, right? No. Okay. You, you, I, I, for whatever reason, Skip, I just – I never saw superstar in him. I know you you liked him. He was tremendous run after the catch. He drops too many passes, too many routine passes for me, and he disappears in big moments. That's not superstar. That's not – uh, top five level player. I need guys of him, if he's top five, to show up. But, Skip, if I'm not mistaken, I think Geno won Offensive Player of the Week against the Lions. Threw like five touchdowns against the Lions. So, that got to be good for like six touchdowns, right? Okay. And Belichick shut out the Lions, right. so the defense should rise and shine. Mm-hmm. It should all come right back on schedule. How, how much easier could you get to, to be eased back into the fray yeah. with Lions and Bears at home ahead of a bye week? Yeah. Beautiful. It, 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 doesn't get, it doesn't get any better than this. Nope. I don't know if Dak's going to have it. When we say easy, Skip, they're really no easy because those are NFLs. They meet. They practice. Yep. They have coaches. They have good players. Maybe not as many as, as the Cowboys, but they have some good players. Uh, Robert Quinn for the Bears can definitely 
cause uh, uh, Tyler Smith some problems. Yep. He can get after the quarterback. But this game right here, Dak and the Cowboys offensively, yep. whatever mojo they need to get to say, you know what, this is who we are, this is the team. You won't find a better team to get it against than right. the Lions. That, that's why I say I have some pity for him because, man, you want to talk about expectations. Right. Now, the Lions did come up. They're coming off a of bye week again. Yeah, okay. Which, and, again, they compete for that coach. You right. know, they they right. seem to play hard. Now, they can him. score some points, too. Now, the question is, because I think they're like third or fourth in, 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 yeah. in, in scoring, it's going to be interesting to see what is the Cowboys – can the Cowboys get after them? Because they can put points on the board, so we're going to see if the Cowboys can neutralize them, and then we'll see what the Cowboys' offense can do against that, that right. poorest Lions defense. And now we're back to the quarterback's best friend is the running game. And Cooper Rush had some best friends here and there, and he had Zeke sort of flashing back in the second half at Philly on Sunday night. Correct. But right now, Zeke is averaging a grand total of 64 yards a game, which is slightly up from the career-low 59 yards right. a game last year. So it's not like he's having a he's he is having a resurgence, right? But, but it's not exactly yet a bounce back. Either, no, right? you 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 was hoping for something around 80, 85. Yeah, I said eighty. I said eighty. <laughs> yeah. So sixty four is better than better you than fifty nine. Okay, it's better than fifty nine. But as we keep pointing out, over his career, every year his yards per game, yards right. per game right. have gone down, 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 and now we're in year six, and they're slightly ticked up. But Skip, you do remember. The 1,000 yards for a running back was big when it was a 12-game season. Sure. That's when people were like, oh, he got 1,000 yards, but it was 1,000 yards in 12 games. See O.J. Simpson. See, oh, see but that was a 14-game season. Yeah, he, he got 14, 2,000 but he got 2,000. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But now, all of a sudden, all you got to do is average 64 yards a game. Nobody thinks that a running back that averages 64 yards a game is anything special. Okay. And that's what Zeke is averaging, 64 yards a game. That's not special. Okay. And by the way, to put it in slightly better perspective, last year actually he was 4.2 yards a carry. Now he's 4.1 yards a carry. <laughs> well, it's just not great, man. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to frame what Dak is coming back to because Cooper Rush's ability and the, the defense rising up, their ability to, to get to 4-2 and two without Dak right. Prescott camouflages a bunch of issues. Right. Don Schultz has got a knee injury. Right. I, I don't know what's going on, but he was Dak's security blanket. Is Dak going to have that security no, blanket? No, but Skip, you have to understand. When you look at the Cowboys, you look at what Zeke was early in his career. Skip, there was no, there was no pageantry. There was no tricks. There was no illusion. No. They hand him the ball, and that big offensive line blew you off the line like they did for Emmitt. This is not the San Francisco run game where we're trying to give you an illusion that we're doing something that we're actually not doing just to create hesitation so we can get an angle on you. That's not what the Cowboys are. The Cowboys, they hand the ball to Zeke, they pitch it to Zeke or Pollard, yep. and it says, okay, go blow people off the ball. There's no creativity no. in their run game no. like we see with the 49ers. No, not like that. Totally agree. You made the case that maybe with Cooper Rush getting thrown into the fire against the Bengals at home, that the whole team just took it up a level out of fear that we might get embarrassed yes. by Joe Burrow if uh -huh. we don't take it way up here. Right. So they took it up. The defense took it way up. Right. Is everybody going to rest Relax. on their laurels a little bit? Oh, we got, our, we got our man back. We got our leader back. We got Dak back in the saddle. Right. Will everybody say, now we're good? Mm -hmm. Well, you know what happens when you say that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see see, see get... Buccaneers at Steelers yeah, exactly. last Sunday, right? They'll so, be, they'll you. Hey, you don't think that you don't think Dan Campbell is saying that, Skip? 
They said we push over. They like, oh, this game, this game is over. They're getting Dak back. Oh, they're about to score 50 points on us. They think we're chopped liver. They think, in other words, he said, we their homecoming. Yep. We homecoming for them. Yep, I agree. And we're going to get to this topic in a few <laughs> minutes here. But Jerry Jones, in a shock to me, publicly, harshly condemned Mike McCarthy on his radio show, on Jerry's radio yeah. show, for failing to challenge the C.D. Lamb play where he threw the, the slammed ball the, the ball over mm-hmm. the line. And it looked like a first down to me. I'm right. pretty sure it would have been turned over. And Jerry took him to task publicly. A little bit of a shock, but, but it, it, it again underscores my point. You, you still, Dak, you, you still have to overcome this. Yeah. Because he's just a bump on a log on the sideline. He's, he's a bystander. Man, Skip, we just talked about it two weeks in a row. Jerry said he should get more credit than he's been getting. That's what he just said. Damn, Jerry. Okay, now what? <laughs> okay. But, man, in, in game management, clock management, challenge management, yeah, that's th- this guy's the worst because he's he's a non-factor. He he just he's not even yeah, engaged. We've been saying that. Yes, Skip, we've been saying. We, we asked, okay, what's the decision that he made that you could say, you know what, that was a great decision. That was a great challenge. I got one. I got one. <laughs> Des caught it. Yeah. At Green Bay. But he wasn't, he, was, he wasn't my coach. He was their coach. Yeah. And and he had the wherewithal because the the official is touchdown. I, I think, Skip, I think the thing was, he's like, what the hell I got to lose? Maybe. If, if I lose the challenge, so what? It's a touchdown either way. But I might win it. Hey, let me throw the flag. Well, maybe he had slept well the night before because he, he wasn't napping on the sideline. I don't know what happened. Actually, the wind was blowing. It yeah. blew it out of his pocket. Okay. And the referee looked maybe. down. And he said, oh, I dropped oh, it. You be- yes. Oh, you are challenging. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, way to go. Thoughts a lot to overcome. the line. For this Sunday's game, gentlemen, at 7. Cowboys by 7. All right, moving on. Did last night's abysmal offensive performance by Russell Westbrook spell the end of his time with the Lakers? That's coming up next here on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits It brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. Rough night for Russell Westbrook. 0 for 11 in the Lakers' 103 to 97 loss to the Clippers last night. Also, Darvin Ham said he and Westbrook 
have moved on from bringing Russ off the bench. This after Russ suggesting it caused a hamstring injury in the preseason. Now, despite starting 0-2, the Lakers not making any changes to the team until after Thanksgiving. That, according to Woj. Shannon, how much longer is Russell Westbrook a Laker? And if he is the whole season, how long does he remain a starter? Skip, I don't see this trade happening anytime soon, and I don't know what you're waiting for. What, Skip, if you didn't want to trade, if you didn't trade Russ in the offseason, you think teams are going to see you struggling. And says, you know what, guys, Lakers, you're struggling. And we don't want to see the Lakers struggle. Y'all mean too much to the NBA. So you know what? Here it is. We'll take Russ off your hand. You keep the picks. Obviously, now they're going to try to fleece you for even more. They're going to say, you know what? We want us to throw it a couple of players also. True. So I, I, I don't get this. I don't, we're going to wait to Thanksgiving. You know, you don't have to wait to Thanksgiving. You know what? I was just in Whole Foods the other day. They got turkeys. Mm-hmm. You, you can buy turkey right now. You don't have to wait to Thanksgiving to get no damn turkey. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait to Thanksgiving to trade Russell Westbrook if, that was, if that's your intentions. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. I don't know what – look, mm. if your quarterback is the best player on your team, you build your offense around what the quarterback does really well. If LeBron James is your best player and you see what he's done, LeBron James has won championship with shooters. Yep. You look at what he had in Cleveland. He had Ke- uh, Kevin Love can shoot, Kyle Corbin can shoot, J.R. Smith can shoot, yep. Channing Fry can shoot. Yep. That's what they had. You go back to Miami. From Ray Allen to Mike Miller to Battier, oh. they had shooters. Oh. Rob Palenka, do you understand how, what it really takes to build a team? Your two best players need shooters to space the floor. So LeBron comes down, Skip, giving guys great looks. We just got to knock those shows down. You're not mm. capable of that. Mm. I'm just basing it on what I've seen over the last five, six years in which you've been in the league. You haven't consistently knocked down those shots. So you expect me to think when the expectations are higher, you're going to do something that you haven't done for your entire career? I just got to base it on what I've seen. Skip, that's what you say. You say, you know what, Shannon, from what I've seen from Tom Brady, mm. he'll overcome this. Mm. You know what, Skip? You're probably right. It's hard, to de- it's hard to deny that. But when you've seen guys never consistently knock down those shots, yeah. now they get with the Lakers. Now with the expectations are greater, they're going to start all of a sudden, they're going to flip the script, and they're going to start knocking down those shots. They absolutely are not. And by, this, by Thanksgiving, if you don't make a move by Thanksgiving, you're going to be out of playoff contention. Because mm. you're hoping for the play-in right now. The way you're currently constructed and the I way agree. you're playing, you're playing for the play-in. You're going to be so far out of it, you're going to have to go 20-3 and three just to get back to the play-in contention. Mm. Man, they, look, Skip, he's not coming off the bench. He made such a stick. Why we, Skip, every time Russ makes up, we got to have a conversation. I'm tired of talking. Mm. This is what I say. I ain't never had a coach talk so much to me. He said, Shannon, you're going to play this. This is the position you're going to play. Boom, done with it. Shannon, this how many minutes you're going to play. Boom, you're done with it. Yep. Why every time Russ get upset, we got to have a conversation Big with him. Conversation. Hey, Russ, hey, come here. Let me talk to you, bro. Yep. Hey, Russ, sit down. Let me talk to you. Hey, let me talk. Damn. Aren't you tired of talking? Mm. Okay. I hear everything you just said. I stand by what I said before all this started. I... It's hard to watch with him in the middle of it. I feel for LeBron. I feel for AD. I feel for Darvin Ham having to coach this. It's psychologically debilitating to have Russ in the middle of it because even if he tries hard for a stretch on defense, as he did late last night, he's not known for playing defense no. at all, and all of a sudden he sucks it up and gets mad because he's 0 for 11. Watch this. Okay? He knows. Yeah, you, he knows. you can't be 0 for 11 and be a yeah. turnstile on defense. Okay. 
So Darvin Ham, I don't understand because I, I loved the new approach. I'm the new sheriff in town. I've been doing this for 26 years. Well, he must league. be got one of the most Herschel Walker badges. Yeah. He told me he's the new sheriff. That I, know. I know. That's true. <laughs> I know that. Good point. Good, good line. So I'm thinking, wait a second. You Last Friday, just last Friday, you demoted this man publicly. You made sure there was a woge bomb demoting him publicly. But no, wait a second. You've realigned. You've realigned. But he got demoted to the second team, or so we thought. Right. And on Friday night, right on schedule, he does not see the light of play until, I don't know, six minutes into the game. Right. And he plays for five minutes. And he misses two more three-point shots, and he turns it over two more times, and then all of a sudden he's walking up the tunnel. It looks like he's got a little gimpy limp going. I don't know what it is. And he's got a hamstring pull. Right. But then he's fine for the opener. I, I picked the Lakers to upset Golden State on ring night because I thought Russ had a hamstring pull and he wasn't going to be around. Nope. He's in the start, back in the he's starting lineup. Well, wait a second, Darvin, you crumbled. Yeah. Well, what about the Woj bomb? What, what just happened? And I'm thinking, well, did Jeannie and Polinka say, you can't do that? We have to showcase him for a potential trade by Thanksgiving, right. to your point. Well, are they showcase? Maybe they tried to showcase in the opener, and now, obviously, last night, the home opener, so to speak, against the Clippers. And it didn't work right. because he had four ugly, like laughable, comical turnovers at Golden State, which we showed a clip of. And then last night, you're showcasing him in the starting lineup, and you're again playing him. How many did he last last night? 27, 27 minutes and 22 seconds. Still big minutes, starter minutes, and he goes 0 for 11. Well, how's that helping his trade value? It's killing it. Right. He has no trade value. But Skip, it's not, it's not like it was at an all-time high to begin yeah. with. No, no, I, I got it. But what you thought you could salvage, Darvin Ham, what was the mandate when he was hired? Your mandate is to fix the Russ problem. You can't, we both agreed. It's only unfixable. Per, the only person that can fix that is Russ. Yeah, well, That's the only person that can fix that. And I don't know if he can fix it in this situation because I think now it's unattainable. Yeah. I think the thing is that Russ doesn't want to be there. The fans don't want him to be there. He's lost confidence in his ability to play well in yeah. that environment. Right. And that environment has not – it says, look, we can't win with him. We just need to move on. We just need to cut bait. Yeah. Sometimes, Skip, you just – hey, I'm hooked. I can I, – you know, we've all been fishing. We get hooked on something on the bottom. My grandma said, boy, just cut the line and, and reel it in and eight. Where you're stuck. It's yeah, not you, a fish. You, you, you ain't just, no fish. You, no, no, no. You, no, no. You, I got, you, I've just, been there. You just, just got to cut. Just cut just, bait. That's, just cut that's bait. where that, that came that's from. That's where the term come from. And what, what just killed me after the game, they asked Russ, how, how did you think you played? And he said, solid. Played hard. All you can ask for. Go on to the next one. You played solid. You were 0 for 11. <laughs> you have to own some of it. But he, he's so delusional about his greatness, he owns none of it. Right. And you, you can't tell me, when he goes 0 for 11, that that doesn't, it's contagious the, the negative mm -hmm. way, where everybody thinks, we can't shoot. Yeah. Well, he can't shoot. It, it, it affects the... It's, the, me, it, it's, it's, right. been, it's been games. I've had games like right. Russ, where yeah. I didn't catch the ball well, yeah. but I knew I better block my ass off. Because yeah. there were times that I caught the well ball well, and I didn't, play, I didn't block very well. Yeah. So if I didn't block very well, I knew I better go ahead and get me a couple of touchdowns and 100 yards receiving. Agreed. So Russ knew. 0 for 11, man, I better be, I better be, whoo, I better be Gary Payton on defense this fourth mm -hmm. quarter. And he, he was <laughs> sensational. I've, ne I've never seen Russ play better defense than what he played in that fourth well, quarter. Well, I have never seen him play a whole lot of defense, period. <laughs> okay, okay. Touche, touche.
Shannon, next up for your Lakers, the Portland Trailblazers. And speaking of playing, AD is expected to be a go despite that back injury he suffered versus the Clippers.